Hey everybody, it's Scott. And I'm Kim. And this is The Skim Show. That's right, The Scott and Kim Show coming at you live from <laughs> uh, November 3rd, 2020. That's right, we're Scott voting today. Big well, dash. we already voted. We voted. We voted the other day. All three of our kids voted. All kinds of people were bugged by... Oh, so happy. I did video of me getting out of the car and putting our two ballots in. Yeah. And people were annoyed. Or not annoyed. They all had questions about two things about that video. Okay. Not about the voting. All that looked fine. Their, their question was... How did I fit in that Passat? Because they thought I was really jammed in there. <laughs> you're pretty jammed in there. But I'm jammed into all cars. I would say you're you're just, it looks awkward when you're getting in because you yeah. turn to your side and then you put your knees in. So it always looks too small. I'm just a big, tall guy. Six foot four means you got to wedge into things weird. Okay. So that's number one. <laughs> that's what people asked about. Yeah. That was weird, right? Because <laughs> I said, I did it or something like that. And they said, yeah, you fit into that Passat just barely or whatever. <laughs> And then the other thing was there was your bag, one of your colorful like backpacky bags. You change your bag a lot, like I swap only have them out. two. What are you talking about? Well, between the two, then one's a backpack. I use it in the summer when I have short sleeves, and then I trade over to a purse that goes over my arm in the winter because it's a lot easier with coats. And well, I don't remember what was what was there the other day, but whatever was in the car. People are like, what is all in that car? It's all over the place. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, where are your feet are supposed to go? It looks like well, oh, you had to clean out your car. I'm like, purse. that's her bag. It's a purse and it's. What? I'm trying to I don't think know why people thought it was a mess. Car. Yeah. My car is very clean. That's what I thought was weird. I was all like, the time. I was like, what are you talking about? This is like not that big a deal. But anyway, <laughs> I'm glad we voted and got it done early. And I figured out how you can track your uh, ballot so you can see, you make sure it's got well, that's counted. That's cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I haven't looked up mine. I have to, to wait until it shows up because they compare it against the state database. So once it goes in and gets counted, then your then it'll show name that it's been will show counted. that you have been counted. And then you can say, oh, okay, cool. I got counted. And it'll, it'll also track like where, what pickup was it? When did it get counted? Like all okay, that. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. So, so if it didn't show up by today or tomorrow, you'd be like, hold on a second. Well, I've never had an election where I cared about that. Like tracking my um, vote, right? But this time I do, so we <laughs> usually, won't get into why. Usually, we're able to walk into our voting place and go right to a booth, and we go in the middle of the day when there's not a lot of people there, and we walk in and we actually get to vote. We get the sticker. You get to talk to people. Nah, this, this year I don't want to talk to anybody. Plus, if you have st- if you have a love of stickers, today's your day, man. That's it. That's how you're gonna get a sticker. Yeah, except I don't want to walk into care. any place and touch it. anything. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. So we didn't do it. We used Utah's already well-established vote-by-mail system, although we did a drop-off because we, we don't trust box. the mail at the moment. The mail's a little weird. It's a little slow. Yeah. Um, so we did a drop-box that's at our city hall, which we feel very confident is a good place to vote. Yep. Even though my favorite pizza place is by there. Even though? Not, is that a problem? I'll, no, that's actually a good thing. <laughs> or it's bad if I want to eat. Is that a bad thing that it's near your pizza place? That pie place the pie? is so good. It's Very only good, good for the first 10 minutes because the cheese is like molten epicness. Yeah. It's Although so good. I like to go, I used to like to go into the place because they have very cool brick walls that everyone signs their name on with a Sharpie. Yeah, and I a, carry a Sharpie in my crazy, messy bag. <laughs> I like a restaurant that lets you draw on stuff. I like that. Anytime. I'm a fan. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so just so people know, that was your bag. It wasn't a bunch of trash. No, our car's very, very You're clean. You're pretty clean with your car. I actually have a cover that goes on the back seat when the dogs go in my car. Mm-hmm. Never and anything on the floor. Nick, we can't account for Except as much. My purse. His, his car's well, pretty messy. My daughter's 20. car's messy. Like, eh. And he my car was always messy. He cleans it up when he goes on a date. Yeah. And that's about it. 
Yeah, which he and doesn't have a lot of these days. Those are far between these days. <laughs> yeah. It's just hard to, to meet people. This is true. Um, I feel really bad about that. This dog pooped bad in Bad for it. them. Who? Because they can't date? N- neither of them can. Who? Him and Carter? Yeah. 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 It just is a really rough time for that. For finding your soulmate. <laughs> you know what they used to do in the, the 1600s? What's that? People would make them date each other. They couldn't get any well, dates. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Take you your sister that. to the prom. Yep. End up with a one-eyed grandkid. <laughs> Anyway, so we've been... uh, (laughs) They look like twins already. It would be really weird. (laughs) It would be pretty weird. We've been circling around the the old election drain trying to to keep sane. It's a little intense this year. um, We took the dogs for a walk and walked past one of our our voting um, places, the one we usually go to. And there were lots of cars that made me very happy. Mm -hmm. People were there voting. Well, that's the worry today isn't so much that that people can't vote is that it will take a long time because of record numbers of voters this year. Yes. In pre and post. Or pre and day. The pre-voting or yeah. the before today voting was at 100 million. Yeah, it's a record. An all-time so record. So great. Yeah, it's pretty great. I love that. Whatever their motivations like are, it's great. are getting involved. And for a long time, we just begged our kids to get involved. Not ours, but kids in general at 18 and older, 18 to 25 and this year they're doing it, man. It's I awesome. got to give some credit. There's going to be some old boomer who disagrees with me here, but okay. I got to give credit to to the uh, Gen Z crowd, the 20 through 25 crowd. Yeah. I feel like they've got their crap together. They got it together. They're trying really hard, even though it's really hard for them because, as all the boomers are always telling them, including our children from grandparents and yeah kim and i are boomers but we got some right above us (laughs) we get they get a little bit of a hard time from them carter said that she actually heard the words from a relative i don't know why you don't you you know you should have i by the time i was your age i had a house and i was in college and and carter's like seriously how the hell am i supposed to afford a house when minimum wage is what it is She's in college trying, and she works full time. She actually has a great job. And the housing no market sucks. How she could ever afford a house right now? Yeah, the housing market's so bad for people like that. He would never give her that loan because she's. I mean, she is working full time. Nick is working full time, and there's they, they make rent. And these are and pe- even then the people hard. that are saying that paid less than they than we did for that Volkswagen. Yeah, that's true. For their house, you know what I mean? That's true. When you and I first got there's, married, but I just am frustrated because I'm, I want to just shake him and go. I mean, they're kind of old. They shouldn't shake them. But I want to shake them and say, are you kidding me? Yeah. Do you know what a house costs right now? They don't know. They don't pay attention. We, when well, you and I were married, I, we, I remember attention. we were they like... Just think it's different than it is. I was like, can we get something under hundred grand? Is that even possible in, 90s, <laughs> in the 90s? It in wasn't. In the very early 90s, it was. And we Not were still really. renting. Yes. We could have gotten the original house that we bought. It was just over... It was 119 Oh, but a year before that, it? before it boomed up, it was in the 60s and 70 range. We just didn't, we weren't able at that time to get a house. We yeah. weren't there yet. We were newly married. Mm-hmm. There was just no way to, you know. But 119 seemed really expensive at the time. It was. It still is. Still, I mean, it's, if, well, if Carter could find a house for 119, I think she'd jump on it. Because <laughs> all these townhomes around here, five, 500, 600 no, grand. They're fours they're in the fours the ones on the river one on the lake over there 600 yes but i mean even the even the you know not the ones on the lake i don't think there are houses there are houses on the lake that are three million oh yeah it's ridiculous and it's fine how can the kids i know but the kids can't afford anything anything, no so what i'm saying is their future is in their hands because 
the generation above us sure didn't help him out. <laughs> and Gen X, which is us, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, we're trying the best we can just to make I it feel work. Like Gen X kind of messed it up with. Uh, there's a lot of people we knew in '08 that helped cause that crash because they were very happy to just get in the biggest, baddest house they could get. No matter what they made, they were able to get whatever they wanted. A lot of people in our age group that did that. Yeah, we but didn't. they ended up getting kicked out of it. Yes. None of them stayed. We did the conservative thing and stayed we put. We were very conservative, stayed put, and we, even though our, our property value went down, we never were upside down on it, which no, was... No, because it came up eventually. We waited long yes. enough for it to recover. Yes. And here, same Scary thing. Stuff. We could sell for a big chunk right now. But, but where are you going to go? Where are we going to go? We have to <laughs> pay another giant chunk. chunk. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. it's super weird. But anyway, I don't know why I brought that up, except to say the kids will be all right. They're going to be okay. The future is theirs. It's funny to watch the the married ones talk about, how oh, man, we could move somewhere else. We could totally, you know, get a great house for a great price. And I'm like, but you have a grandbaby and... Please don't take him anywhere. Yeah, but where are they going to move? They're <laughs> gonna, that know. means they're going to move somewhere nobody else wants to be. You know what I mean? Dylan's like, I saw a house for this much in Mississippi. I've never wanted to move to Mississippi more in my life. And I'm like, just for the house? Really? That's not enough. Because there's not enough reason to move. No. Somewhere that, you know, I mean, I grew up there. There's nothing wrong with Mississippi. No, Mississippi's fine. But it's far from it's here. It's a faraway place. Your job, uh, what Usually he does for far away from yeah, home. that's going to be weird. I don't. They don't need to move. We have bias in this, though. So we yeah, can't that's always, true. That's why speak to it. But I'm I'd like, love it what? if they if they find something less. They can find less expensive stuff in like Central Utah somewhere. Go to Scipio or whatever. It's Scipio, Scipio, and I don't know if they'd have a job there either. <laughs> I thought it was Scipio. <laughs> um, the problem with that is that's what I want to do. Is finding a job when you get there. If you were to move there because of a job, that'd be awesome. You could definitely do that. Why don't we... They just, they're in a townhouse, and they love it, and it's beautiful, and it's perfect for them St. right George. now. They don't have a yard, and let's, so it's sad. Let's move to St. George. I would move to St. George in a heartbeat. I would, too. We just have to find the right deal. We're going there soon. We're going to look around. Not not All anything right. immediate, but just want to see we, what the market is right now. They're probably just as bad as everywhere else. It's a seller's market right now, that's for sure. Yeah. And that's like, fine. I am happy to stay right here. I bet if we put it up, we'd sell it in like two days. Yeah, probably. But it's then what house. would we do? I know. We'd have to move right away to... I don't want to be house poor. No. I don't want to move and start all over. Yeah, we're not doing place. that. I hate moving. And if we went to St. George now, we'd be far away from the kids. Yeah, we don't want to do good. that. No. They're supposed to do that to us and make us mad, not the other <laughs> way around. All right. Well, um, we have some emails today. Would you like to hear some of these emails? I would emails? love to. Some of these uh, came in a little late. We didn't have a show last week. Things were a little nuts. Halloween's even happened in between now and then. And I, so. Yeah, it's. I don't even know how to pinpoint why it felt so nuts last week, but it got real crazy. It got real crazy here. I don't know why. I don't know. Ah, just some weeks are crazier than others. Do you want to talk about your gumbo, or when should we do that? We'll do that after Ooh. this. Okay, let's. Can read make our gumbo, first and it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, Renee Gum wrote in. Says hope all is well. Uh, staying safe and all that jazz. Uh, Kim, any cool sweet recipes you've made recently that you could uh, make for Halloween? Actually, this might be oh, a good time we'll to talk this about is that. Perfect. Says, would love the chocolate chip caramel pumpkin pumpkin spice cookie recipe. Found a new show I'm totally into. Uh, it's called 90 Day F- uh, Fiance. Is like <laughs> the best. How do you guys feel about reality TV? Hope you guys are well. Miss you much. Haven't got to be on TMS much, but catching episodes with Skim and TMS as I can. Take care of both of you and the kids, Liz Gum, a.k.a. Nurse Liz. So Well, Nurse Liz, 
to start off on Halloween, I made seafood gumbo. It's kind of scary looking, so I thought I'd it's go super with that. scary. It's all gravy and dark. It's and kind of like mud. It looks like mud <laughs> with crab legs in it. Well, it had so like shrimp spider and mud. sausage and what else? I didn't put okra in it. My uncle's mad at me for that yeah. because he's like, where's the okra? And I'm like, overrated. I don't really love okra. It's kind of got a funny texture. And I didn't think all the kids would like it either. I've eaten it with Okra's with it like a bunch of little chimpanzee anuses. <laughs> they just are weird. I like fried okra a lot. I don't. I don't like any okra. Love it. Okra's but, a plant or a vegetable, so I should say. So I made seafood gumbo and bought three pounds of snow crab legs. Because fresh the, caught because the um, or wait wild caught what do you call it I did get wild caught um, that's what they say crab meat lump crab meat and put in there oh, so it was oh. all shredded in there and then it had sausage post serving because Carter Carter's didn't want it there. so wait what's the um, what's the grue made out of because you call it a grue it's a roux oh sorry a roux. <laughs> what was I thinking of what's a grue a little plant <laughs> no, it, there's a some tree? creature called Gru. Yes, Gru. Gru. Anyway, so Gru. Sorry, Gru. Like Rue McClanahan from the Golden Girls. It's a Gru. It's a Gru, and you make it. It takes about 45 minutes to make because it's How do you make flour. The flavor? It's flour and butter and oil. Yeah. And you literally stir it consistently for 45 minutes until it turns this dark brown, almost chocolate color. You almost burn and it. Then right? you add. The onions and celery and um, garlic and how do you get it tastes like beef? Because there's a little bit of beef in there, right? Or no, no, there's no beef in there. It has the quality of something beefy, it, like a it's stew. It's pretty beefy stew. Yeah, <laughs> but it does not have beef. Well, there's in no it. beef in it. No. Okay, so it's crab. So it did have the lump crab meat, but it, I mean, it has the gumbo filet, which is a really good seasoning. It had some slap your mama seasoning, yeah. salt and pepper, a little bit of um, smoked sea salt I put in there. Yeah. Lots of good stuff like that. You kind of go with the flavors you like. And I like a little bit of thyme or... Um, we haven't had gumbo in like 20 years or that you've made. That I've made. Yeah, I've had made stuff it a long at a time. It's not, it's not exactly your healthy fare. It's like drinking gravy. <laughs> it's right like out of the gravy stew. boat. Yeah, which is amazing and it's <laughs> okay for really once in a while. Which is really good to eat. But unlike your jambalaya, you're not going to eat it all the time. The jambalaya is I make that more often because it's healthy. Yeah. It has tons of vegetables and it's really good vegetables. Clear like a clear broth. It's a broth in there, yeah. yeah. It's true. So, that's but fine with me. But it was good cuz it was But I like this as a It had big claws coming out of if it. If you said from now on our Halloween thing is this, I'd be fine with that. Okay. But, I used um, to do um, great, uh, not great, what's it called? Chili every year for Halloween. Oh, yeah. But everyone does chili. And I just want to do something different. It's a weird year. And I was like, let's go with some serious comfort food. And that was perfect. That big giant crab legs hanging out of the pot looked like a big <laughs> spider pot. It was so good. It was though. so I good. I love, love oh, crab gosh. legs. But oh, you won't gosh. let us eat it past like three days. You're afraid it'll go bad. Well, it has a lot of seafood in it. Yeah, but. It but it's be okay not. We ate it twice. Refrigerated. We ate it twice. What about a third time? You can have it for dinner tonight. But I was going to make this really good spaghetti. Oh, let's do that so. instead. That sounds good. <laughs> you can only have so much gumbo. I also made it. Scott shakshuka last week for oh, breakfast yeah, shuk- one day. Shakshuka. Tell us about shakshuka and his it's, amazing. It's really good. It's kind of this tomatoey stew thing <laughs> with bell peppers and onions in it. Very tomatoey and. The egg part was the interesting You bit. cook it all up and make it all like boiling in the little pan. Not boiling, kind of simmering. Yeah. And then you throw a couple of eggs in. And the way you like your eggs, that's how long it takes to get finished. 
You like yours medium well, yeah. so it took about 10 minutes to get them all. That was fan. The white's all done. Fantastic. I've never had anything like it. It was so good. And so you, if you learned want some, something di- weird She's and watching different. How Do You Feed Phil or whatever it is. Somebody Feed Phil. Somebody is my Feed favorite, Phil. One of my favorite shows. She loves it's that so show fun. on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> he's always running around going, ah, let me eat the thing you got. And it'll be all over the world or whatever. And you watched an episode where they made this, right? Yeah. And you're like, I'm making that. I've made it before. I never remember it. Well, that's your own fault. <laughs> I have made it for you before. But that's your own weakness as I a memory person. I made my own version of it this time. I just changed up a little bit. Okay. But I like all the. Se- I like to play with the seasonings and make it all stronger. I think, I think that's why. Uh, it's really good. You can and I did throw some. It's usually a vegetarian dish. Yeah. I did throw some crumbled bacon on top for you. <laughs> I'm just getting it was hungry so right good. Now. I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> like I don't know if I would call it. That felt like food. Once in a while, you'll make something where it feels like food. I would have paid sixteen bucks for somewhere. You would have. It would have been a, like out, a fancier restaurant. Meal. Yeah. Like a place where they're like, oh, you have to try our special today. It's the shachuca with the freaking <laughs> yeah. whatever. And I'd go, really? Like is it good? Eggs? And they're like, well, it's tomato. And the, like, that's what I felt like I was eating. It, it was, was it utterly out good. amazing. And yeah. then you, then we have our very much our staple stay home comfort food, which was I made potato corn chowder. Yeah, that's but I do it. make it with almond milk. It's better. Regular milk it's makes not, you. I mean, it does have gross. some sour cream in there too, so it's not like you know. Yeah, but regular milk it makes it feel overwhelming and gross to me. Yeah, I get it's all too thick much. and just bleh. doesn't make me feel good after I'm done. It but when you do the almond milk, it milk. doesn't taste anything like it tastes normal. So I'm not noticing the almond, and it's a little thinner, but the taste is great. It's fantastic. Oh, I used to like not it. like your corn chowder soup thing, and now I like it because it was too thick. Too thick. Too much milk just made you feel well, like an overloaded pig. But I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it's very good. And that's um, really good with like turkey or um, bacon or turkey bacon bits. Right. It's really good on there. Now, the one thing we haven't told Nurse Liz is we're not, make, we're not baking a lot of like sugary things because I'm off the sugar, but also trying our very Kim's not really a baker. Best. No, I, I. the problem with baking is honestly, if I had made brownies or cookies or cakes i would it would be there watching me and i would want to eat it all day long yeah and so i like to bake when there's an event and i know it's all going to be gone at the end of the night (laughs) it's not going to be at home you know where i'm walking past it going i'll just have another bite oh just one more bite that's what happens with brownies at our house i'll admit oh yeah no like if there's like a especially those texas she cakes gosh dang it dude Just saying the words makes my mouth You water. know what? I found though that in a oh. cookie version. They're individual you, cookies. Can that you are sweeten it with cake. stevia or something else? <laughs> I can try. Okay. We can try that. You can buy stevia in a bag. It's kind of expensive, though. I have some of it. You do? Mm-hmm. We could try we that. We can try it. We'll try it. We'll see. It's got a weird We'll let you know how it goes probably. because it has a funny aftertaste. Yeah. I've gotten used to it with those stevia drinks. No problem. Like I if like I did them. a lower, if I did the stevia, but I put a lot less than it even called for, that might be the way to go. Because yeah. then it would just be less sweet. Right. So, Liz, I hope that answers your question. Yes, sorry. Kim, <laughs> we went long Kim that should put, You should put that, uh, give me that gumbo thing and all that, and I'll put it on the blog. And people can get it okay. if they want it. Unless you don't want to share that one. I can share it. I, is that your grandma's recipe? My, no, but this is the problem with, with most recipes. And everyone can complain if they want to. I don't follow recipes very well. I change it up. I make it my own with almost every recipe I use. Mm. Whether I omit something, whether I add a lot of things, usually a lot of the seasonings and flavors I change up. 
and yeah. I'll just taste it. Just go, do it on oh, the it fly. Just a little bit. Yeah. You'll say, hey, come taste this. And, and the rest I of don't us have can't a recipe. It. Yeah. My jambalaya recipe, I made it so many times, and people asked me for so long about the recipe. I finally wrote down a recipe as I was making it one time. I think there's a technology coming in not too far off future mm-hmm. where you'll be able to take a sample of something that anyone made, dump it in there, and it will go beep, 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 and it'll poop out on a screen and send to your phone or whatever the exact ingredients of that sample. But tell me, have I ever made anything that tastes exactly the same every time no, I make it? No, Even your jambalaya <laughs> is different every time, even though you have a pretty standard recipe for I it. enjoy taking something that I have a recipe for, making it close to what the recipe calls for, and yeah. then I'll smell seasoning and go, ooh, a little bit of that would be good. And or, if it, for all of you who are asking, did Scott drop a peanut or a toothpick in any of this? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, I didn't this time. No, I have a toothpick right no, now. No, he did <laughs> You do. This man up on the I floor. And I find them everywhere. Yeah, I'm really, always afraid to step on them. They pissed him off like nothing else. Look, I've um, stepped on one before. The only other question she had on here was this whole thing about how do we feel about reality TV. For me, I feel like we are okay with reality TV when it isn't contrived. British Bake Off yes, is a love, cr- or love that. great British baking That's kind show, of the only one I really enjoy. That we like, because, especially food-related, because it doesn't feel like they're making a bunch of fake rivalries and dun-dun-dun moments and all that bullcrap. I hate that in all reality TV. But yeah, I like documentary-style television. Like, I want documentary, I think not reality. documentary and reality sh- TV are very different styles. They are in my head. So whether I'm right or not, I don't know. So, no, we don't watch a lot of it. No. <laughs> uh, we got one here from Audie Norman. He's an awesome part of our community. Cool dad and an uh, artist who's amazing. Very cool. I've seen his stuff. I've seen stuff on I'm sure you've seen it floating around. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Say uh, Scott and Kim. Love the show and hearing from you together. Wanted to share my Inktober drawing of you since Kim doesn't do the social media. <laughs> yeah, he did a drawing during. He did it. He was like of you? wicked committed to Inktober. Every day he was doing stuff. And I, f- I felt like a slacker. But uh, would you like to see it before I go on? Sure. All I'd right. love to see it. This is me. Oh, my gosh. Being all nervous okay. while you are killing a bug. Now, just so everyone knows, it's yeah. the other way around when it comes to a spider. <laughs> when it's a spider, I kill it. <laughs> but this is me saying, that thing is huge. Did you get it? I got it, you big old baby. It wasn't so big. <laughs> but I still think his I assumption about our relationship is pretty close. The, the assumption of the relationship is perfect, dead well, on. Look at your short hair and everything on. he gave you. I love it. Yeah, isn't that See, great? that's so great. And he's always got me in cargo <laughs> shorts, which is accurate. Yes. And hoodies. <laughs> that's oh, my, you know what you're talking about. That's all about. I wear. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, let's see. Where, where are we here? Uh, it says, also, uh, one little thing with Scott about tattoos. He doesn't want one for the same reason I... Or he doesn't want one for the same reason I don't want one. Something about being an artist makes you so much more critical about an image, especially one that's going to be on your body for the rest of your life. And you I've can't been, change it. I agree with that. He You're says, right. I've been trying to draw one for uh, for me, symbolizing my family, and I'm still trying. Anyways, love everything you guys talk about, especially about parenting stuff. I've got a six-year-old uh, pair of twin boys with a little four-year-old brother. Oh, I love it. Looking forward uh, to that book you've been talking about forever. Have a great week, <laughs> possibly this week. We are definitely looking forward to that, too. Audie, you're <laughs> awesome, and also, uh, gr- he's a great dad. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great depiction of us. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's very good, and we really appreciate it. But also, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, spiders. Forget it. Kim's a wuss. <laughs> I am. She's a total I hate wuss. Spiders so much. Uh, we got here one from Cappy. 
Okay. Okay. I think that's a real name. I don't know. It's probably. It's probably not a real name. It's probably a nickname. Gosh dang it! It's fly. I know we've done this before, <laughs> but what is going on? It's November. They're supposed to all be dead, right? <laughs> We're getting there. All right. It's supposed to snow this weekend. Scott and Kim, I would like to share with you my wife and I's a couple of mini vacations we took during COVID. First, I would like to tell you some of the trips we missed out on. We had a five-day cruise to the Bahamas planned uh, the week they closed the boats. We weren't going to go anyways, but they closed it. Uh, I agree. Yeah, that's We had sad. a long weekend. For you. We were going to do that in the south, but that all got canceled. Uh, we had a long Disney hotel booked for a uh, trip booked for the wife's birthday, planning on going for all four parks, but that was also closed. He says, ouch, but we also, uh, but we did get to rent an Airbnb on a private beach twice. It was just the two of us. We cooked our own food, did Uber Eats, that sort of stuff. Went to a very nice seafood restaurant, and was fa- it was fabulous, relaxing. It felt good to be away. I hope you guys have as good a trip as we had. That sounds a, so great. On a side note, how much gar- garlic does Kim use in her cooking? For us, whatever the recipe says to use, we double it. Yeah, I'd say we do that, too. <laughs> yeah. You love garlic. So does Nick. I love garlic. When oh, I'm eating oh, it. Yeah. I don't like it later and I'm like, everything smells like garlic. But I usually cook it in things with onions and so the flavor is like this fantastic. But well, it like does garlic. make the whole house smell a little bit like it. Nick bought uh Nick bought and tried sardines yesterday. Yeah, and he really First liked time, them. First time he liked them. Yeah. I also like sardines, but it's been a long time and I wasn't in the mood yesterday, but I used to love it. Like just a salty, oily fish. Yeah. Something about it good for you too he loved it he was very happy some of it's good for you i don't know what brands are good but anyway thank you cappy for that i feel bad about all your trips you had planned but uh kim and i are going middle of the month here we're going to spend a week in st george speaking of st george and um uh kids are going to do the same thing i'm going to cook while we're there Mm -hmm. we're going to we're going to isolate same place but check out some red rock maybe hike if we can if it's not too cold if there's not too many people out, it should yeah. be good weather. Yeah. We'll see. We're looking forward to it. I, Kim needs it worse than I do. I, I do. I, I used spent, to a lot of social. On, I said this on TMS today. Kim has spent the entire COVID time helping people with their problems. Oh, you're nice. Giving them dinner, yeah. helping them get where they need to do, get done. People, We, we have friend, close friends who got COVID. Little kids' hair that their Lots mom of kids, didn't want to go yeah, to. They don't want to go to a barber, so yeah. they bring them to Kim's. I mean, Kim's basically everyone's aunt. So she's doing all this, like, <laughs> sacrificing for everybody else. And you haven't had that. I don't need it so much, but I think you do. Yeah. But I also do need it. So we're going to go. So we're going to just chill thing. and it's be away. And I'm happy the kids will be here to, like, watch. The kids will all be here taking care of everything here. They're going to take care here, of the house so. and, yeah, and the awesome. dogs and everything. So it's going to be good. It just, I wish it were, I wish we weren't having a, a surge yeah, of know. cases, especially in our state. I know. Because... Well, that's why we're going to isolate, though. But every time we have something coming up, it's like a, even a, just a dinner date with friends. Yes. Things are looking good, looking good, looking good. And, and then, then the weekend comes yep. up and they're like, oh, the governor says uh, we've had a real problem. Yep. And we're like, gosh, dang it. Did we just cancel? Yes. Like, we always keep we keep canceling on, especially our one friends that we have made plans, what, four times now? Yeah. <laughs> we've canceled every time. I feel so bad. Yeah. And we're just trying to do it right. We're but trying to do anyway. what we're supposed to do. Uh, it sucks. And I realize there's some people that can't even do what we're about right, to do. So right. I, I don't want them to feel like we're being all cocky no, about this because I am definitely not. Thank you, Cappy, for the message and all that. We got one from Melissa Knights. <laughs> so, say, Scott and Cam, writing in about our trip or your trip planned in November. My husband, daughter, and I rented a house for about two or rented a house about two hours away for a long weekend in July, and I could not recommend it enough. 
We used Airbnb, ordered food, and just enjoyed the change of scenery. Sounds like the other writer. Yeah. To me, it was about mixing things up and having something to look forward to. I wish cases weren't rising again because it's definitely time for us to get away again. I hope you enjoy your trip wherever you go and however small it seems. Missy in Florida. I love it. That's such a great idea. Is it still hurricane season and all those people have to worry about uh, stuff? We're getting to the end of hurricane season. We got. It seems like it was top heavy this year. It like was, the bad stuff was early. It was pretty tough. I mean, it, we're hitting the record number of tropical storms ever. Yeah, what's that about? There's one know, in the uh, Philippines now? right now that's Ugh. the. It's so big. I can't remember what they said. It was some crazy like number of storms combined level of power. Oh, is bad. Yikes. And we never hear about they that stuff because we're so focused on this dumb election. All, all anyone wants to talk about in America is presidential elections, and meanwhile, not if you're like, living on the Gulf Coast. What do you mean? They're all talking about every. They just keep getting hit oh, over and over by hurricanes. Well, they're they're done calling them uh, uh, names now. They've moved on they to the Greek alphabet. The Greek, no, the Greek alphabet. They've done that and gone through Zeta. Where are we now? I don't know. I'm not sure what this one will be called. You should give them numbers like B567T, you know. Yeah, but what year was uh, storm number one? I mean, like you can't. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound as, as miserable when you say the entire coastal town of whatever was wiped out. By Catherine? B5724B. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. It doesn't have the drama. Not that you want drama, but you know Completely what I mean. Completely wiped out by Michael. So here's a fun one um, that we can talk about. Okay. This is an interesting one from Ashley M. Uh, who says, Hey, Scott and Kim, I've been a longtime listener of all things Frog Pants and really love your show. I completely understand this topic is something you don't want to talk about on the show. But that's, and <laughs> okay. that's totally fine and I completely understand. But here's my question in case you want to talk about it. <laughs> Scott has made comments in the past about growing up in the Mormon religion. I myself grew up Mormon as well, but no longer practice. I was just curious on whether religion is still a strong foundation for your family. Do you still regularly attend church, etc.? Do you believe that the religion and the regular church attendance is beneficial to a family environment? I struggle with these thoughts now that I'm beginning to start my own family. Family Would love your input. Any information you would give uh, or be willing to share uh, would be great. So, here's the deal. I'm going to tell them the old story. Well, um, first of all, up until March, we were attending. Oh, yeah. We don't attend now because it's COVID. Right. Uh, but we... So, I teach a class of little kids every week. Or I did. Were they 10-year-olds? This is all changed now because of COVID. Yeah, COVID changed everything. But for, for the last 10 years... I have like classes that range anywhere. One year they might be seven and eight. The next year, a different class. They might be ten to eleven year olds, whatever. Um, they, in in the church, they call that primary. Yeah, and in the last, at least the last seven years, it's either been Scott and I teaching together, or Scott and Carter teach a class together. Yeah. So Super technically, fun. Carter and I are still teaching together, but uh, since COVID, all that has stopped. Rightfully so. Right, you right. don't want to have all the kids exposed and everything. Okay. But, but anyway. Uh, to me, that is church. Like, yeah. that's a weird thing to say. But I... Helping and being around little kids in that age range is one of my favorite things on this planet. Carter, what are you doing? You don't have to sneak around. Carter just walked outside. Mom just told me to shush. Why? Because we're on a show. I just wanted to know. Oh, well, you can say words. That's fine. <laughs> you can my say words. My foot's very asleep. Why is your foot asleep? Because <laughs> I was sitting on it. So her and her sister are playing Animal Crossing all morning. 
Wait, you've got to get getting lots of work done. Getting lots of work done. You not all morning. I'm just it was teasing. after I finished something. I'm just teasing. We were out here talking about how what a hard worker Carter is, and then I realized <laughs> oh, she's in there trying to buy mushrooms or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, from a very young age, I didn't know what was happening, but what was happening is we were we were raised in what I'd like to call the gospel of Blaine, <laughs> which is my dad's name. He had a very interesting look at religion in general, but also just within our family unit. And it was this, it was religion is not about pushing a particular theology or pushing, again, for him, I'm not saying this is gonna be applied to anybody else, so don't get me wrong what I'm about to say. What I'm saying is his thing was religion provides, or can provide, depending on your, your personality, can provide a framework under which you can you can make an impact and do some good in the world. That was it. For but him. that's all it was about. Is doing that's all some it was good it. in the world. All it you want to do is if you can. There are ways to help people that you may not have the resources to do without it. There are ways to have a broad footprint in people's lives in a way that's beneficial to them and that is in the name of service and has nothing to do with a set of rules or any of the things you usually associate with religion especially organized religion. And there are a lot so, of good things that come out of organized religion, some good ideas on how to successfully raise your kids and have a happy everyday life. Potentially, but I don't even think that's so much true. What, I, what, what I'm getting at is my, my experience growing up, that was the church, or that was church, was are you striving to be a good person and have and be a good influence on other people. Yeah, but you went every Sunday. No, I know. You were know. still there. But to me that's why we went. Know. It yes. was like to it was yes. like a discipline of going to a thing, attending a thing, being there, and then the focus in our family was always on those lessons of like treating people like you would want to be treated. Um, don't discriminate. Uh, somebody who has less than you is no doesn't mean that you're better than them. You know, all those really basic tenets of Christianity were that was it. That was it. Yeah. Like it never got down to specifics of are you doing this or are you doing that or or if that one person I don't know. Let's say somebody we knew somebody up the street that drank a lot. Well, that's terrible. That's not how we thought. You weren't a bad person for that. We ever. didn't. No, we didn't <laughs> think that way. And Kim no. grew up in a family where you had a little bit of that, but I think on your dad's side, you guys got more like what my dad was like. But anyway, the bottom line—I don't want to speak for them—but the bottom line for me was, to me, church was that it was a way of having a more public, communal expression of how are you treating people and how are yeah. you how are you acting every day and are you and are you doing it for other people to see or are you doing it for yourself that's a lot of people, where it makes a huge difference right and there's a lot of people here and this will be going well I've never heard you talk about this before that's why I don't talk about it I very rarely talk about this yeah. ever on the air or with, with it because I'm you don't want to hear me talk about that I'm not here to push anything on anybody right and my whole not thing is the same, on the same side you don't want anyone pushing anything on you right and I don't think it's fair that whatever you're doing, I I don't think it's anyone's job to come in and say, you're doing it wrong. No. Because those people not. have the s- same challenges you have in your life. They can pretend like they've got it figured out. They don't. 
we're all kind of at the same baseline. We have to figure out our own lives. We have to raise our kids. We have to do the best we can. So basic, like it's all basic tenant stuff. Decency. Um, Being willing to apologize when you've done something wrong. That's something everyone's missing these days. Like if I screw up, (laughs) I am happy to admit it and, and, and accept it. And I don't have a problem with it. And some people may see it as weak, but that's just the built into me but that's your human nature right so i guess what i'm saying is if you want to get all tied up specifically mormonism if you want to get all tied up with controversial stuff like oh well it's too stringent or oh they have a a a checkered past where there's controversy with every religion no i know and then there's things that they do really well and are good for people so i'm just i'm just speaking to her question in particular so it's like if you want to get all bunged up in oh back in the 1800s there was polygamy Everybody seems to bring that up. After 1886, there wasn't, but there was before that. So people bring that up. So there's your stereotype. Or if it's a more modern one, like, they don't drink caffeine, or they don't... Like, if you want to get all bunged up in that stuff, you'll spin around in circles, just like you would if you want to dip, 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 blah, <laughs> dig deep into, like, troubling Catholicism history or troubling uh, stuff in the South with, with Baptists and the segregation movement and or anti-segregation movement, all that sort of stuff. If you really want to find problems with your organized religion, I promise you there is 400 miles of it in every direction if you're looking for it. But if you're looking just to be a positive influence on the lives of other people, which usually you can will find make it. you a happier person. And I'm not prescribing my brand or anyone else's brand. Whatever gets you there, I hope it gets you there. But I was taught at a very young age and my entire life that that's all that mattered. Everything else is periphery and stupid. Now, that being said, I know for a fact... Okay, this is about to get real personal. I know for a fact... What? Nothing. You made a hand. What was that about? What are you getting personal about? You're going off. You went like this. Because you're going off. Well, what's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> so I'm just going to say this thing. <laughs> so... Um, why I get so frustrated with my fellow people I know who grew up like I did who see this is going to be this is going to be hard because people who who love Trump are going to hate what I'm about to say but I'm saying we know better about the kind of man he is and so those like me who know better who know better that still pull the lever for that guy really frustrate me at the same time, everyone's got their own path. They all got to do their own thing. But I will admit that drives me crazy because now I got to, you know, the COVID ever lifts and we're back to sort of regular association with people. It's going to be hard for me to, there's certain people I'm just going to be like, dude, don't stand up and tell me you, you're, you believe this one thing, but then you're, you're happy to support this other thing. And I don't just mean a political line. Like, yeah, we're a very Republican state, but... I'm I'm as purple as they get when it comes to character. I want somebody nice and good and decent and caring and careful and you know as best as I can get. It's not ever going to be perfect, as but as close as I can get. Well, right now it's not even close. It's not even close. I voted for Bob Dole because I think he was close. <laughs> I voted for Mitt Romney because I think he's close. I voted for Obama in 08 because I think he's close. I voted for Bush Jr the first year because it felt like he was close I'm not sure he was in the end (laughs) but he was close-ish 
Uh, they're all closer oh, than this, closer, is what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> so, so that's all I'm saying. And if you're offended by that, I apologize. And there's not much I can and do. And I for apologize you. for Scott getting political on our. I'm not show. getting political. A little I'm tiny, just tiny bit. Well, it's it's election day. We can get a little political. Okay. What I'm saying is. You're awfully short with me today, No, no, no. (laughs) Those tenets of, like, decency, caring about other people as much as you do about yourself, just being willing to give yourself just a little bit, it matters. It matters. And so I wish it mattered more to more people right now. That's all. So I hope that answers your very difficult question. Kim, anything to add? Nope, I'm good. (laughs) I got... Shushed, basically. Well, no, I'm not shushing you at all. You're like, no, no, no. I'm not shushing you. What I'm saying is, okay. Here's I so, feel like here's something you do. That's good about an organized church. Sometimes the people that you go help because you want to help them, you don't know about outside of somebody let you know within that structure. True. So that's sometimes true. that's nice. It's like, oh, the lady up the streets just had surgery and can't, and she hasn't. They haven't had dinners for three days. I'm going to make dinner for three days and take and care I'm of it. I'm not sure that I would know about it otherwise. You're right. Right. I mean, you've always been that way. And so when I married you, I knew that you had the gospel of Blaine in you. <laughs> that it's, it's not about it's platitudes and just writ no. words and just saying what everyone says to say and all that. It's not any of that. None of that matters. Like these, these kids I teach, it isn't about teaching them a really important make sure you do this church make thing. sure you do that no it's not about that it's it helping them for their lives and also yeah. just feeding off of their positivity be a good person that's all that that's what you want them to take away i want to be better than their parents that's what i want and i want them to have the i want their generation to be better than and us you want them to have the strength to be okay with being better than their parents yeah and whether they are doing that within a a, a, a church structure or they're going to do it elsewise i don't care I don't, that's not the part that matters. The part that matters to me is them as individuals, where they're headed, the lives they'll affect, the positivity they'll leave, and their willingness to accept that they're not perfect either and make mistakes and then make up for them. Like, that's all I care about. Yeah. That's what I want to die with. And it's not like you can walk up and down the street and tell people this. So that gave, that gave you an outlet to talk to kids right. in an age that was very, very moldable to be able to say, this is what I think life is about and what's important yeah like i taught there's this i have this lesson i always teach called faith is belief in action and it applies to anything if you really believe something and you think it's important it doesn't matter that you do you have to do something about it so if kim really thinks it's important that the sprinklers get shut off before the pipes freeze then you have to do it and do it you can't just go (laughs) man i sure hope those pipes shut themselves off or don't freeze (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. So if you're like, oh, I really feel like, you know, I watched a documentary. I hadn't told you about this, but I watched a documentary for my recommendal tomorrow on TMS. So it's a bit of a spoiler for some. But it's about the, uh, uh, about disabled kids in the 70s and a camp they went to. The name mm. of the movie is called Crip Camp. just yes. came out. I saw the previews for that. Mm-hmm. And it follows these same, a bunch of these same kids that were at these camps. And then they all became... They think the camp had a huge influence on this. They all became like major figures in getting uh, accessibility laws passed. Oh, that makes and sense. Things though. like ramps and curbs having dips so you can get your wheelchairs over them and job opportunities not being shut down to people who were perfectly able to do a job but are have cerebral palsy or or a hundred other problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a it was a choke up thing. I was crying in it. Yeah, I'll admit I bet. It. But my point is. What was my point? 
oh, that might be why I'm feeling this way right now because I watched that and I'm just in a mood. Okay. You know what I mean? I just want people to be kind to each other. I want to see people be happier. And it doesn't mean that. Do good things for the right reasons. It doesn't mean I'm saying I'm no more than the potato. I know I am. I know I am. (laughs) I know I'm a potato. Um, but if there, if they, if I had advice, it would be cut through all the stereotypes you think you have about anybody, and just look at good uh, deeds. If doing, somebody does yeah. something nice, great. If they come up to you and go, "You're going to hell because of this or that," and we heard the other day, there's a lady who's so what was the thing with she 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 was she so hates abortion, or no no no, she was yelling at the doctor, telling him he was going to go to hell while performing her abortion. Her abortion. It's. It's she insane. couldn't even park that at the door. She took she took her her quote unquote pro life stance in with her as she is getting an abortion she chose to get because she felt that she was making the right decision by doing this, but it was his wrong decision to ever do this at all. Yeah, so quit putting yourself in yeah, pretzel mode <laughs> and just live a life and, and try, try to, to be nice. Be a good one. <laughs> yeah, try to be nice to people. Let let people have the liberties you have and accept the fact that. They are going to make different decisions than you. Well, not only that, but they're in different situations than we're in. Yeah, exactly. There are people who couldn't vote three days early in the car. There are people right now in line that will be there for eight hours, and I feel terrible for them. They shouldn't have to do that. Like, there's there's unfairness at every turn. That's life. Life is unfair in lots of ways. So do what you can with what you have. Influence those around you. That's church. That is church. That's a religion all in its own. And that may get me in trouble with church. <laughs> like, there's many, some people going, no, that's not true. You got to go do this and do that. Okay. I cannot, I'm not going to fit any template. I refuse. Oh, did this shut off? Let's make sure it didn't. No, we're good. I refuse to fit in any particular template that's handed to me, except for the one. And that, all the people that know Scott really well are good with this because they know him really well <laughs> well same is, goes for you Scott. same goes for you like you're not perfect i'm not perfect you're more perfect than I am. oh whatever but we're we're trying to make a more perfect union there you go like the country right? there you go then you notice you notice none of that language has ever been a more we're trying you know it's not a more i keep hearing the schoolhouse rock version in my head <laughs> a more perfect union but no one ever said a perfect union they it's say a more, a perfect. more perfect union. Getting that meaning and implying, I think, pretty explicitly, it's about the struggle. The, the it's about the journey. It's not about some endpoint that you achieve and then oh, it's perfect now. We're never going to be at an nope. endpoint where everything is perfect for everybody. No, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. So you can get all. You so know, let's try to get a little better than we were yesterday. A little better than we were four years ago. Let's just try to do a little better every day. Yeah, put the oxygen on yourself. And then share it with everybody around you like you're on a plane going down. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, I think we're done. I think we're done. Uh, Do you have anything you want to add (laughs) to my rant? I'm I'm good. (laughs) Okay. Maybe this is why I don't ever talk about this stuff because I'll go off. But I don't. It's okay. It's good to to do that every once in a while. It's good for people to know where you stand with that. Yeah. And I think that's why it works well for us. Oh, that's totally why it works. As a couple, as a family. And we're trying to teach our kids the same thing. That keep, we're telling you, know, you. Keep in mind, it's like, I annoy people on all sides all the time. Like, on the one hand, I'm, I'm, I'm anti-abortion in the sense that I think it's the hardest thing anyone could possibly ever choose to do. And I would never want to do it myself. 
but 100% their it choice. It should be a choice. It's their choice, not mine. And guess where that goes against? You're not in their situation, I know. But here's the funny thing. Uh, Mormons, or people in the LDS faith, uh, they have, they have uh, you know, specific rules about that. They say abortion, uh, no abortion unless there's incest or rape involved. These are hard topics. Yeah. You go down south, and they think that we're a bunch of liberal weirdos. Yeah. Because they don't have because any exceptions. they don't have any exceptions. Which I have huge exception with. But at the same time, I'm a little bit cross with people around here because I think a woman's body is hers and not mine. <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> it is not. I'm glad I don't have to make that choice is what Scott is saying. He's glad I'm he doesn't I'm so have glad to I never have choice. to make that choice. And I'm really glad that they currently have that choice. And I hope many of them make the choice of I'm going to keep them. But also the circumstances aren't my mine no, to choose. I don't get to choose. circumstances are so different. It's not mine to choose. So... That may sound contradictory, but that's just because you have all bought into the binary choice cho- choosing of modern society. You can't just be one way or the other. There's yeah, way too freaking many, F it. Too way too many Hi, Carter. variables hey. there. You have anything to add? To what? We're about, we're to just about to we're end about up done. here. No, we're about done. You want to say anything? <laughs> uh, be good to each other. Oh, that's nice. Oh, she wasn't see? even here for that part. You, wait, you, uh, we you taught know. her well. We taught her well. I didn't hear anything. All right, I know. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got Christmas crap up. I forgot to mention that. Oh yeah. Kim put it up on the first of I'm the month. I'm very, very excited to have Christmas decorations up. It on makes November first. November first. We'll have them up for our Thanksgiving dinner. It's fine. I, <laughs> they make me happy to have lights up and decorations and. I'm not poo pooing. I love it. <laughs> I don't know when musicals start, but when it does. Not yet. No. And, I, and you're the music. and you're only doing uh, the Hallmark movies. She's started. doing Hallmark movie adjacent movies. Like you watch 13 going on 30. And That's because it's still November. Right, and but it feels like it's inching closer. It's, it's inching closer. Because you went from Deadwood to The Wire to that. Yes, that's what I do. And then I go from there to a cooking show. Like, my genre of shows is all over the it's map. It's all over the place. She lubricated a little bit the process with this weird, Austra- <laughs> this weird Australian comedy I'd never heard of. Like, you've got a weird thing going on. Right I know. But anyway, as a result, uh, the house is really festive right now, and I'm not going to complain. I like it. I, Carter, you I'm like in a it? cooking I like mood. It. You help I'm in a yeah. uh, right, Christmas Janice. decorating right, mood. What? You I'm did in what? a cooking mood and Christmas What mood about well. lights on the outside? Are we going to do that? I already year? did on the front. We're going to make <laughs> Christmas cookies. I didn't even know. <laughs> you haven't out. been outside. Ow, that was hot. A drip, <laughs> a drip hit me. The drip, the drip. All right, all right well, everybody. Thank you all very much. <laughs> We'll see you next time. Don't forget uh, skimshow at gmail.com for those emails. Skimshow at gmail.com. And uh, speaking of Carter, we'll be playing more Alien Isolation at some point. We don't know when. So if you want to watch us scream and be idiots, that's a fun thing. It makes me want to watch the Alien movies again. Oh, yeah. We should. should. Carter was Ripley for Halloween. We can stop it too. My dog's name is Ripley. Yeah, it's perfect. Three's great, but it has an uncomfortable prison thing in it. The, the, the scene still gives me a little bit Should of it. I just watch it on my own? No. <laughs> you know how it is. Like, the, the other night we were all watching something, and some scene came on that was a little inappropriate. And you guys are adults. I feel like it was The Wire, because there were some boobs. It might have been The Wire. and I, So here's what yeah. I do. It comes on screen, and I go, up, 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 It gets just up. really... You just make a lot of noise. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. It's funny, because half the time we're on our phones not looking. Yeah. And you doing that makes us look up. <laughs> yeah, know, you probably I should. Know. Just I draw silent. attention to it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> the crap is wrong with me.
<laughs> All right. Uh, be good to yourselves and to others, and we'll see you on the other side of election night. Have a great 2020. Week. Bye now. Ready for breakfast? Here's the table. Father, father, Bill and Mabel. 